Hello and welcome to my podcast for EDLM 6002, Essential ICT Skills for Educational Leaders. Today we're going to be talking about the relevance and importance of using ICT in education. Well, I'm sure we've all heard the term ICT, but what does it really mean? So first let's dive into what is ICT. So smartphones, tablets, gadgets, smart televisions, we see them everywhere. And they are products of smart technology that have made human life smarter, easier, and more accessible. Smart technology has not only enhanced our living, but also became an integrated part of everyone's life. We see the letters ICT everywhere, particularly in education. But we have to ask ourselves, what does it really mean? ICT is an acronym that stands for Information Communications Technology. A good way to think about ICT is to consider all uses of digital technology that exist to help individuals, businesses, and organizations use information. ICT covers any product that will store, retrieve, manipulate, transmit, or receive information electronically in a digital form. For example, personal computers, digital television, emails, or even robots. So ICT is concerned with the storage, retrieval, manipulation, transmission, or receipt of digital data. Importantly, it is also concerned with the way these different uses can work with each other. So let's talk some more about ICT in education. So in education, it is a mode of education that uses information and communications technology to support, enhance, and optimize the delivery of information. So research has shown that ICT can lead to an improved student learning and better teaching methods. So I'm sure we've all been familiar with using different ICT tools and resources in our classes. So ICT in schools can be used as a school communication tool to improve student learning and helps us to get better quality teaching techniques. With the advancement of technology in education, schools adopt school communication software to transmit, store, share, or exchange information. So we have much more accessibility to information. Teachers can share information with each other and it just creates a better learning experience overall. So in this tech era, ICT in education has compelled many schools to get accustomed to smart technology. Further on, we're going to talk a little bit more about the impact that COVID-19 has had on education and how ICT has been able to fully help the education sector in such a rough time. So this school communication software uses computers, the internet, and multimedia as a medium of communication. So let's talk about four different resources or tools that we can use in ICT. So first one is computer-based learning. So computer-based learning is one of the modules of school communication tool that helps students enhance their learning skills through computer-aided education. It imparts computer knowledge in students and enables them to obtain large amounts of information from various websites. Then we have the internet. So internet tools like email, we know that we're all very familiar with Gmail because Gmail has a suite of apps that we can use to do many things, whether for business or education. We have social networks, news groups, and video transmission have connected the world like never before. Students can now communicate using emails and social networking groups that provide knowledge-based information. I've even seen my students share different notes on Instagram. So they will see some people doing biology notes or chemistry notes on Instagram and they'll share it with each other. 
also let's not forget about YouTube they fully share those YouTube links with each other so we have that full knowledge based information online that the students and the teachers are now sharing with each other so students can learn online and also talk to experts online so we have notes, readings, tutorials, assignments can all be received by students from anywhere. So we have our Khan Academies that can be used fully to teach a student any subject and they could do it self-paced. So it offers self-paced learning. We also have some really cool tools like Quizlet, which I love to use. Quizlet allows you to quiz your students. <laughs> but it's in really fun ways. It creates different types of games to test the knowledge of your students. The internet provides major information in texts, audios, videos, and graphics, which can be assessed by the individual. Online learning allows students to interact with each other and faculty to interact with students. So with the introduction of ICT in education, classroom learning is one attribute that makes learning experimental to students. Students can listen to the instructor or teacher, receive visual cues through PowerPoints, which we use a lot in all of our courses, handouts or whiteboard lists and participate actively. This helps in immediate interaction and students have opportunities to ask questions and participate in live discussions. This school communication software module further benefits in building and maintaining personal and professional relationships as classrooms offer greater personal contact with other students and teachers. So video conferencing is yet another important tool. So this medium of communication, wherein students can communicate with each other, with other students or instructors online, it enables students to become active participants in their own learning. And video conferencing is a powerful communication tool that has the potential to change the way we deliver information to students. It is just one of today's integrative technologies that empowers students to prepare for a better future. COVID-19 has fully impacted education. The situation has posed unprecedented challenges requiring teachers to adapt to online teaching. Until March 2020, the typical teaching situation at school was characterized by our students convening in classrooms according to their timetables, and you had specific teachers who covered their subjects in standard content, frequently through formal lecturing. Students were required to listen to their teachers, work individually or in groups, and predominantly reproduce knowledge in assessments. So now, in contrast with this full-on thrust and push to distance and remote learning, ICT use was limited before this. The school lockdown confronted the entire education sector, our teachers, our students, and our parents with an entirely new situation. So we were only able to continue teaching and learning through alternative means of schooling. Teachers had to change to online teaching, requiring them to use various digital tools and resources to solve problems and implement new approaches to teaching and learning. Beyond instructional goals, teachers were also required to maintain contact with their students to account for the social integration of their learning groups. Although the transition to online teaching was unexpected and rapid due to the pandemic, it took place amid a wider ICT transformation process in our educational systems. So through learning resources, including our Zoom, so our video conferencing applications, email, and social media, our teachers and students are now able to continue their teaching and learning activities. Furthermore, through online resources, our educators and learners can access information, create supportive environments for education, and have opportunities to increase professional development. 
online platforms, mobile reading applications, self-directed learning content, collaboration platforms, live video communication, other tools are being utilized to offer distance education solutions. Thus, even though COVID-19 remains with us, even up till now, we thought it probably would have been done by the end of 2020, but that's not the case. It's something we're going to have to learn to live with. It reminds us that the ICT is a principal component of pedagogy in the 21st century. However, we have to keep in mind that the success of this online education depends on several factors. So, for example, you have to have access to reliable internet connection, the availability of learning software. So, for example, here in Jamaica, the Ministry of Education was able to strike a deal with Google to get Google Education, this Google Education suite, free for all of our educational institutions. So that really helps because now all the institutions get their own, so each student and each teacher and each school gets their own email address and gets access to Google Classroom, which is a very, very, very good learning software. Digital skills of the participants, availability of resources, and the access to the technology is very important. So now we're going to talk about a few characteristics that make ICT in education a prominent school communication tool. We'll do that in the next episode. Hi, and welcome back to my on using ICT in education. So continuing where we left off in the last episode, we're now going to discuss a few characteristics that make ICT in education a prominent school communication tool. So let's broadly define some of these areas. So ICT can offer a wide variety of services. It is reliable and provides interactive learning experiences. It is also flexible and provides comfortable learning. It motivates our students to learn. It facilitates communication and promotes creativity. And it also provides access to the digital library where information can be retrieved and stored beyond textbooks. So let's dive deeper into some of these points. So one of the main advantages of using IT in education is that it enhances the teaching and learning process. So the use of ICT has been used to a major extent by teachers at all levels of education in making provision of knowledge and information to the students. So for example, in our nursery schools, the teachers can make use of computers and internet to enhance information among students regarding various concepts. So let's talk about, for example, teaching them how to draw shapes, how to color, and how to paint. Concepts on the computers can be taught to students in these areas. The internet is also made use of to watch cartoons or movies, to observe pictures and images, and other areas. In secondary or senior secondary schools, students usually begin to learn the basics of computers. And then in our higher educational institutions, when students are trying to get a bachelor's degree, their master's, or their doctoral programs, technology has been regarded as an integral part of this education. When the professors are required to take lectures on certain topics, they make use of technology and the internet to prepare learning materials. On the other hand, when the students are required to prepare assignments, reports, or projects, or even when they need to prepare themselves for the test or an exam, they tend to make use of these technologies. Given presentations on various topics is regarded as an integral part of education in all sectors, your secondary, your senior secondary, your higher education, so these can be implemented when individuals are well aware of technologies that are available to enhance this process. So to achieve academic goals in an appropriate manner, it is essential for the individuals to augment their technical skills. 
ICT also brings inclusion. So the benefits of ICT in education is such that students in the classroom can all learn from the curriculum material. Students with special needs are no longer at a disadvantage as they have access to essential material and special ICT tools that can be used, to, used by these students to make use of ICT for their own educational needs. Despite this, it opens up new issues related to the digital divide and providing access to tools and resources for those who are less fortunate. ICT also enhances subject learning. It is well known these days that the use of ICT in education adds a lot of value to key learning areas like literacy and numeracy and science. So as you have seen on my website, I tend to talk a lot about science as my education background is in teaching science. So let's talk about some of the benefits of using virtual labs in teaching and learning in science subjects such as your biology, your chemistry, or your physics. So virtual labs can be very useful in the teaching of science, particularly in cases where the experimental activities are to be done quickly and do not easily allow observation and safe measurement, where the experimental process is very slow or complex and not compatible with the teaching time that is available, it also helps use ICT when the experiments involve risk to the health of all students and physical integrity, or the learning activities require modeling. So virtual labs can support in teaching science. For example, the laws in science arise from a detailed observation, observation process with clearly more chances of clarification, understanding and acceptance if regarded in detail. It encourages collaboration and communication between the teachers and the students. So STEM teachers participate actively in the learning process. We're always asking questions, trying to find answers, organizing procedures and commenting on them, helping in formulating conclusions, understanding their mistakes and highlighting any misconceptions. But what are the differences between real life experiences and those formed by representations in our computers? So on a computer screen, with virtual labs, students acquire a tool with which to experiment without limitations of space or time. They are available all year as opposed to school labs, limited to a specific place and for a limited time. The use of virtual environments also makes students acquire better computer skills, which can be considered skills for lifelong learning. The use of these technologies also bring together different STEM subjects and provides with great resources for more inclusive workshops. Another benefit of using ICT is that it allows for effective differentiation instruction with technology. We all learn differently and at different rates, and styles and technology provides opportunities for this to occur. ICT aids different differentiation by providing students with opportunities to work on challenges that are appropriate to their abilities, take more active roles in their own learning, try to figure out things without fear of being humiliated in front of their peers. So remember that self-paced learning that we spoke about. And it also allows them to follow a flexible route towards their learning goals and maximize their independence as learners. ICT also motivates learning. So society's demands for new technology has not left out children and their needs. Children are fascinated with technology and it encourages and motivates them to learn in the classroom. ICTs such as videos, television, radio, and multimedia computer software that combines text, sounds, and colorful moving images can be used to make provision of stimulating and reliable content that would encourage the participation of students with the teaching and learning process. Thank you for listening to this episode where we spoke about some of the really great benefits 
of using ICTs in education.